Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. This is part two of the seven step social media strategy. In part one, we covered the first three of the seven steps. If you'll remember, the the full seven steps are observe and create a customer map, recruit, evaluate platforms, engage, measure, promote and improve. As I said, part one has already covered in more detail, observe and create a customer map, recruit and evaluate platforms. On this second part of the series, I'm looking to cover engage, measure, promote and improve. So let's dive straight in and cover off engage. This can be on many levels and lots of different platforms. This is where you actually start to talk to your customers and actually do what the word says, engage with them. Um, it's, you can see quite often is, um, a great example of a brand engaging through social media and, and the overlay, overlapping components that link into social media is with Apple. Apple will build a, dialogue around a product enhancement and the user when whenever they start with the new product you'll see that they will have um they launch it with the presentation and then they get key people to share with it and they build that excitement so you know there's only certain times (coughs) and the price of tickets to actually go and see those apple events are sky high but they've already got that audience that narrative greed that you really want you're there on the shop front as soon as they open that just to see how things can actually work when i've worked with um jaguar land rover previously when the evoke was first launched the whole of that none of it could actually go to production until it was pre-sold and all of the pre sales work was done the marketing was done through social media the dynamic of the audience and the demographic of the audience that um, the evoke was targeting was a brand new audience for jaguar land rover and they really engaged in so many different ways it was really exciting to see all these different things now if we come to a present day and you start to think about how do you engage with your um, customers or clients start to look and see where you've been monitoring and listening where I said at the very beginning in part one you start to monitor and see where your audience is start to see what they're saying what keywords they're using and looking with the engagement you use those keywords that you found in your research and start to put them into posts use them in hashtags so that you can ensure that your content and your social posts hit 
those um, search engines as quickly and as high as possible so you can really get far more engagement you can get your audience excited and if things to do that almost um, maybe run a poll or something like that so it's you're asking a question and you're getting feedback from your audience directly there and then so you can maybe ask a three question thing and again there's quite a lot if you're asking questions try and keep them as an odd number from a user experience point of view there tends to be more interaction between something which has a list of five a list of three or as you'll see with my seven steps a list of seven so you've got that odd number there so it tends to be more pleasing to the eye where the pattern where your eye will actually read across the page but that's like the f pattern i scan but that's something for another day for a completely different um, podcast but make sure to come back for when i talk about that but it's getting to know the audience, start to post, make sure that you monitor what's being said um, and start to engage and actually answer them. When your audience is asking a question, make sure that you respond, even if you maybe don't have the exact answer. As long as you respond and engage to them, you actually start to build that relationship. Now, it used to be it was only three touch points of engagement that you'd got that no like and trust from your audience. Far more now is looking to be 15 and above because so many people are now taking to social media and with the likes of fake news where so many people aren't sure quite what's real and what isn't, you need to really stretch that engagement on different platforms, show up, Say the same thing, but in different ways. And again, you look at the learning styles that your audience have and you provide content that engages to those learning styles. Like think of a video, maybe do a Facebook Live where people are watching and engaging and can see a physical person. If you've got people that are normally looking maybe on the commute or something, so that they maybe they want something to download and digest put it maybe into a PDF, download a workbook, maybe look at Canva and pull something together so you've actually got an offering that looks really professional and fully engages with the audience that they can download and see, read at their leisure and come back to you. Or again, could be audio, like you're listening to the podcast now. Again, look at that, record something. You could even take the video that you've produced and also make a copy of the audio and share that separately because then it's the way people consume their information. You've got that that you can actually see and engage with and actually see what works. And again, this is where you can maybe look at A-B testing, where you can try different scenarios on different platforms or the same message on different platforms and see how it lands. Or look at something like Twitter and do two different messages that you put out at the same time and see which one works best that so you'll know for the future and every and start to see exactly what your um, audience is enjoying and what they're going to come back for for more and everything now there's a there's a lot of talk about gamification within um marketing now anyone that's an online gamer will probably understand that most of the um online gamer developers online game developers would know gamification inside and out because it's where you're drawing that interest and you look at a, a gamer's profile so you cover all those different things whether um which personality trait they have and you actually develop that game 
to ensure that all of those are met. But you've also got that with gamification. Um, HR departments will use it. It's almost where you have a badge. If you look, I mean, this is showing my age now, but I look at something like um, Farmville that first came out with um, Facebook. You'd actually look, as you get higher and higher up the levels, you'd earn a badge. And quite often people will get you to like and share things because then you'll get a badge back. And HR will do, do that quite often to actually get people to fill out their employee surveys. And so they can actually show that they get a greater percentage. They can then see what the feedback of the employees are, whether they're happy with this or not. So, again, it's all these different ideas to start to look at and see just how you can engage. You can also start to look at maybe apps or something like that. But that could come along later into your um, into your strategy. Engagement can also be um, measured in four different ways. You Not only do you engage in different ways, it can be measured in different ways. You've got involvement within the business environment. This can be defined as the presence of a person at various key defined touch points. This is how you build thought leadership, which again, I'll look at uh, in a future podcast because it's the way you actually start to build that. No light can trust with touch points with a specific key person. And that's where you build the involvement. Number two is the interaction. This involves the action taken by those engaged in the touch points above. Therefore, once you get the involvement, you then get interaction. That's where you build the engagement from your audience. So again, you can see where that feeds into the thought leadership piece. Then you look at intimacy. That's the sentiment expressed in blogs, forums, all about the brand. So you really start to get, this is where the trust part of your no like and trust starts to come in where you're really getting to the crux of what your brand stands for and your audience is starting to know that and really starts to pull together so it will really help you for the future to build up that engagement and then the fourth way it can be measured is influence and um, this is this includes such things as brand awareness loyalty um repurchases um Quite often, you see, like the example with Twitter, it's how often you can get your content retweeted. With Instagram, influencers and influence has become a really big buzzword because they helped, again, they helped to promote a brand. They helped to push that up. So look at that with engagement as well. Can you exert influence? Can you actually build your brand to be seen as an influence or an influencer within the dynamic and area that you've chosen for your audience. Again, this goes back to where you've been doing your listening and research before you actually go and start the engagement. This is where it's putting all those pieces in place where you start to have that set up ready to go forward. And again, if you say consideration needs to be taken for the ways in which your audience will assimilate any of those communications. And this goes back to what you've heard me say time and time again. This is all about learning styles and people learn in three key ways. Sometimes they add a fourth that people, um, teachers will talk about fourth. But if you just consider the three main ones, you've got visual where it's read, watch and learn. So this is where I've said you could have it as a um, PDF download. 
It could be a YouTube video and then learn from there. Auditory is listen, which is where we've said where you've got your podcast and things like that will that will really start to play into that. And then there's kinesthetic and that's hands on and copy. Now, that's more for your face to face meetups, something like that. Now, in this current lockdown situation, this is what you can maybe do over Zoom. So you've actually got that face to face interaction and actually maybe do a webinar or something where you've actually got people dialing in and you can they can interact and engage with you. And then if you take these learning styles and assimilate them through to the social media traits you'll find like i've said visual um is through blog youtube facebook twitter and url links things like that auditory again you could use video through youtube and like i've said with podcasts again kinesthetic you could use youtube video tutorials as well um, you could do a pr- pr- promotional brand or model specific video channels that they'd work well here. So again, if you've got a YouTube channel that you use for personal um, use, maybe look at doing a couple of different um, channels, which one could be learn um, where you're actually training and, and teaching people. Another one could be about the background of the brand so people can actually just follow that and maybe see your story. So you start to share it from there. Then if we move on to our next stage in this puzzle, which is um, in the strategy is number five. We are now looking at measure. Now that's analyze, feedback, regroup and analyze again. That's what you need to think. You analyze, you see what the results are, give feedback, maybe um, see just what the feedback's been, maybe look at it and think, yes, like that, that works. This is where you can go back to your OB testing and you can actually see where maybe one post has worked better than another. And you can see that's where you'd regroup. You'd see the things that worked and use that style when you go out again for your engagement. So you've got the idea of where your ideal client customer is within an audience base. So you know what to start sending out. And then once again, you analyse again. And this is a constant fluid movement that you are always learning. And don't think because something's worked well once, it's going to work brilliantly again because you can guarantee it won't from the amount of years I've been working with social media what the audience likes and the way they like to take in their information has changed and it changes year on year it can change month by month even again when we look at lockdown you'll find that the way people are consuming their information will have changed simply because they're working with different devices their day-to-day routine has changed therefore the way they engage with their social media or any form of digital channels it's going to change so you start to learn and this is why you constantly listen watch analyze learn from that and then put it into place to move forward and again with the measure and the engagement you take those hand in hand and so that you can actually see that once you've got a good result a good response from your social media campaign you can start to put that in with the analysis and software products that you can use to actually measure that now again i will do this as a separate podcast because there are a multitude of really good 
um, social monitoring platforms that are out there. Some you can use for free, some have a premium price, but I will pull that together and that will be another podcast that I will do in the future. Then if we go back our next step in our seven step strategy is to promote that's where we use as many channels as you can to bring traffic and therefore help the community grow. So this ideally, this is again how you start to build your brand. But you look, and again, look at the learning skills, the learning styles of your audience. By now, you should start to see the demographics, the psychographics of it and the geolocations of where your ideal client and audience sits. Therefore, when you're starting to use that, you use those set channels that will to promote your message that will actually work to that. Yes, the demographics, you can see that there's a certain, if you're looking at an age demographic, you can actually see certain age groups prefer to use certain social channels. And you'll see from your analytics exactly where your audience um, ages fit within that group. So you can see the dynamic of where you start to plan to actually put your messages out there. Now, on a psychographic idea, it's more about the psychology and the feeling, the way someone feels about that. So actually start to look at that. And that's more where you'd look at your Facebook groups, something where it's a specific subject that someone is interested in. And you can start to maybe join a group, um, answer questions on that. Likewise, you can look at LinkedIn to do that. If you're, again, you look to build thought leadership. You join groups that are of interest to you and you can either monitor. That's the listening again. You listen. And then if there's a good question, you know, I know the answer to that. That's when you can jump in and actually give your response. Then you're showing your knowledge. You're promoting what your brand does. And it's you start to build that interest. So it is definitely worth listening to all these different things. But it's it's putting everything together. No one thing will actually bring you a good result on your strategy. You need to combine all of these things and do them constantly. It's like it's like the hamster on the wheel where you literally you start one thing and then you go on to the next. When you've done that, you go on to the third option. But in the same time, you're then starting something else where you're starting to observe again. So you're going back into these seven steps and you're constantly keeping that rotating. That will keep your strategy fresh. It keeps you always engaged with your audience. You don't lose any awareness that you had. It helps to promote. Like I said, that's how the promotion helps to push you up the search engines, grow your audience so you get more followers, more engaged people that then ideally the thing is you get those followers, those that audience to promote for you that they like your the posts you put out they like your brand and they start to share they become the testimonials for you they become your best fans that will then start to promote and you've seen before it used to be that people would research a company when they'd look on google or similar search engines and search on a company for feedback to actually see what people have said now people will actually ask that question of other customers outright on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. So this is where you really, when you're promoting, you make sure that you keep your customers happy. And this is where you think you consider brand awareness and ensure that everything 
is staying as you want it to be and that there's there's no niggles coming in there aren't any unhappy customers if you do have any unhappy customer or client do not ignore them that's the worst thing you can do reach out to them respond and you'll see like a lot of the customer service um teams that work with twitter they've been taught there's certain um wording you can use that can diffuse an angry situation actually put that down and you literally you could you can google some of these and just look and see where some of the customer service um q a sessions and what people are asking and what the response is given so you dilute the anger in a conversation to bring it down you're seen to actually be working hard to put right anything that could have gone wrong and so you're keeping the customer happy and quite often again you turn a negative into a positive that then can still build your brand that's why I say do not ignore and hide away if someone reaches out to you because they're not happy because the worst thing you can do from any company if you go quiet your audience will fill that gap with a negative. They think you've gone quiet because you want to hide something. It could be just that you're very busy or you haven't got time and you've lost your social media person that's actually posting, anything like that. But if you can get into the habit of planning, this is where a good strategy comes into place, that you put all your seven steps in place. You know what's coming, you know what to expect. And you also have that content there, those answers to maybe the harder questions that you're not going to get very often but if you've got them prepared you've got an idea and you'd have got that as well from the initial observation at the very beginning of your strategy so you could see what's being said how people deal with things where there's that niche in the market and this is again where you start to promote your brand over the different channels now the seventh the very last step in your seventh step strategy is to improve that's analyze feedback regroup analyze again and as you learn from the traffic and feedback so the campaign and posting improves and grows so you can see there's quite a pattern here where you've got the first things it's listening engaging analyzing listening engaging analyzing measuring so it's actually growing so it's all those it there's a repetition but as as you repeat each of these steps your strategy becomes stronger you get to know your audience far better and you know that you're going to land your campaign well get the response you need and doing it this way you can do it organically you don't necessarily need to use any budget at all if you've got budget that you want to use for paid marketing you can bring this in at certain times when you do the engagement and the promotion but again that's something i'll look at in another podcast because you can go into so much detail with that i'm just checking to see right and then if i go into more depth on the improve the seventh step of your um campaign strategy it improve and that's from like I said, from regular analytic observations and monitoring feedback via Twitter or anything like that, you naturally feel that feed that back into the campaign. Now, Twitter, and now um, you'll find that um, LinkedIn and Facebook 
will use hashtags that will give an immediate feedback you can watch a campaign you can see the keywords and the listings and see whether something's trending and nine times out of ten it's a phrase or it's a hashtag so if you get used to using hashtags with your campaign so you can actually then segment your messages under different hashtags so you know what to use and if you're not sure which sort of hashtag to use there's a great um platform hashtagify if you look, put that into Google or other search engines, you can find that. Now, again, they have a free service or you can pay for a premium. You put the keyword or the um, topic of the audience you want to engage with and it will bring out the top 10 hashtags that you can use within those. So that it will also highlight maybe top um tweets and the influencers that are using it so you can almost see what tweets are working and craft your messaging using a similar scenario to the tweets that you see there so there's quite a lot that you can do to actually set yourself up for success rather than setting yourself up for failure now i hope this has given you a bit of detail a bit more background so you feel confident to go ahead and start thinking about pulling your campaign together because you know you have those seven steps for a social media strategy you know you've got that you can keep revisiting these um these podcasts to just as a refresher but you've got that step by step so you know exactly what it is that you need to do to really land your campaign well and i'll just go back through those seven steps one to seven now so that you know that you've got that number one observe and create a customer map number two recruit number three evaluate platforms number four engage number five measure number six promote and number seven improve i hope you've enjoyed this podcast if there's anything more you'd like to learn please reach out to us so that i can put some um new episodes together where I cover details that maybe you want that will move you forward on your digital journey. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.